Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 387. Hopefully you guys have had an amazing Saturday. I've had a pretty good one myself, nice, relaxed, ready to go for this evening. I've got another great, amazing guest for us here tonight, Dabs for Dads. You want to tell us how you're doing and, of course, where we can find you first off? Oh well, I'm uh, I'm going I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Dabs for Dads. Uh, that's primarily uh, where I'm functioning. Uh, it's pretty much, you know, just uh, I'm I'm a self-taught photographer, so that's where, uh, you know, my page shines. I have a lot of content. Uh, I have a lot of merch. I'm an artist that that turned grower. So. Um, I'm big on stuff, you know, uh, to give back and, uh, um, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, I definitely have looked down your page and you definitely have some amazing work that you've done. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's all, um, you know, just kind of, it's, it started as just always, uh, personal growth. And I got to the point where I've, I've probably been growing on and off for about 20 years. And when I say that, I don't mean I have, you know, expert level 20 years experience at all. I, um, you know, it was on and off for a good 10 years because that's kind of the whole thing with the dabs for dads is like, you know, I am a dad, uh, and uh, it's the double life of having a job and, and this uh, wonderful hobby, as I call it. But it's, I, I would, you know, I'd much rather have been a lifestyle. Uh, it's my favorite thing to do, to grow. Um, I love interacting with the community, um, sharing ideas, strains, uh, you know, everything that comes with it. And, uh, you know, I just have been trying to find a way to inject myself into the community uh, with the best intentions that I have, you know, for positive things for it, sharing knowledge, medicine, um, you know, my tips and tricks that I've learned um, throughout the years. But I, I really only got serious about these last five years when I finally got to a location where I could. And, uh, you know, and of course, I'm from Michigan, so Michigan laws changed quite a bit in in the last couple of years. So, um, you know, we're rec legal now. Um, you know, so everybody, everybody in Michigan is growing now. Um, I think, I think it's pretty cool. I, I love it myself. I never, ever thought I'd see this in my lifetime, to be honest with you. Yeah. And when fireworks became legal and then cannabis i was like yeah there's no reason to leave the state now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely man yeah i love it here uh i think we ha we have a pretty unique environment here uh you know super humid <laughs> we have we have winter for six months of the year uh we can have all four seasons in a day uh, uh, that's why, you know, I'm an, I'm primarily a indoor grower because of that, uh, not, not for, 
um, any kind of like licensing or any kind of that. It's just my personal preference. Uh, it goes with the dad thing. You know, I like my ease of being able to get to my tents and check everything out because uh, it's very important to me as part of a routine. You know, I think all all growers can relate to that. You, you know, you want to see them right when the lights come on and, you know, see what's going on. Um, you know, especially like, oh, I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned that, you know, prim- I, I'm also primarily a tester. Um, you know, I test for uh, multiple breeders and uh, sometimes uh, my buddies and, uh, you know, et cetera. Sometimes I'll get some people will just send me beans, which is really cool. And, you know, so I got to the point where I, I almost got kind of I got to be honest, I got to be, I, I got tired of pheno hunting the, you know, like one or two strains, like, you know, uh, cause I, I, I primarily do like an enormous grow and that would be my supply for about a year. And, um, you know, when you only have the same, you know, what was it at the time? It was like purple Kush or something like that for a year straight, you know, for the first couple of months, it was fantastic. And then, uh, you know, you started getting tired of it. So I started testing in order. To, so my, every time I do a grow, it's pretty much my first time growing it. I know I pretty much know nothing about it except the descriptions, you know, on the packs or, you know, they go 63 days or, or, or what have you. And, um, and I started really, really thriving in that. Cause I, I enjoy the, the, um, you know, the challenge of, having so many different things at the same time you know i currently have uh a a mini pheno hunt of multiple strains you know somewhere like 16 and i'm uh just looking at everything trying i'm trying to collect them all and taste them all you know and and share the best ones i can find with uh, the people around me but that hasn't really got kicked off it's mainly just been me testing and doing photographs and that for now and um, but I think, uh, you know, this year, particularly, we're going to start, you know, uh, the process of breeding and stabilization and all the, you know, all those kind of things. Well, I appreciate it. You definitely came in with the right angle first, I believe. That's where, that's what got me, my, where I got with testing in the beginning was pictures, quality pictures of some beautiful buds. Man, that yeah. gets you. That'll get you some places. It gets you some notice on Instagram. It'll get you some uh, nods from light companies, nutrient companies, and of course, as you oh, said, yeah. breeders wanting you to test some gear. Absolutely, and, uh, it, all of the lot. above helps. <laughs> yeah, it's dude. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, I I got really lucky, and you know, because um. I wanted to stay secret because, you know, I started as kind of a gorilla grower where I was very unsuccessful. We'll just put it, put it that way. I learned a lot and I started becoming successful later on, but, you know, in that kind of realm, you, you typically go to harvested plants, you know, by the time you get there, someone chopped them, someone found them, whatever, what, what have you tree, tree branch fell on them uh they were seized what whatever but um i carried that kind of um 
you know, stealth or keeping myself a phantom. That's, uh, unfortunately the, you know, the reason I can't, uh, show too much, but I, I keep the focus on the plants. Cause I think that gets lost in our community a lot anymore. I think there's a lot of, um, you know, the outside world, uh, on rubbing off on everything. Uh, I, I think keeping cannabis about the plants, keeping it, you know, all about the integrity of them and making them stronger, more stable, being honest about what they are, you know, these kind of things. Uh, and also within that, getting the, all the people around us, all the information that they can, which is part of my account is, is sharing, you know, tips and tricks as much as possible. But I'm also a firm believer in experience, you know, um, you don't, you don't want someone to just give you everything because then when things go wrong, you're not going to know why and what to do. And that's where experienced growers, you know, are, are different from a, a, a rookie grower or a greenhorn, you know, but it's important not to be uh, scared either. Like just do it, you know, grow it, germ some stuff, see what it does, you know, put three in a pot, separate them, see if you can get all three to survive, even though you played with the taproot, you know, um, do all these things uh, to get yourself at a high level for every aspect of growing. And, um, you know, I think it's important to share that enthusiasm and get people doing it rather than, you know, there, there's always a lot of negativity in our uh, um, community. And I think that's, it's, it's partly because it's been made illegal everywhere. You know, the government says it's illegal. It's given it just a bad rap. So even now in legal states, like for us in Michigan, it's been legal for a little while and it seemed like it took a year or two before people could even kind of wrap that around their head that, that it was that way, you know? Um, so, uh, it's a really, it's really exciting time in in our, uh, you know, in our Canna, uh, career. Um, it's cool to almost have the, you know, the cage lifted off of us and being able to do a little more. And then once you see that everyone just kind of relaxes, and it accepts it you know they see it's good now now it's everywhere like it seems like every corner shop has cbd something or full spectrum this and i don't know i think it's a it's a really cool time to be alive in cannabis cult culture even though you know with everything else this is the looking at the positive i think that's that's what we got going on today Right on, right on. Uh, yeah, I appreciate all of the above there. You know, it, it's hard to, at least in my in my aspect, to keep some of the personality out of what I do because uh, I'm here every day. Actually, I've kind of went backwards with my what I show anymore because of the everyday thing here. I was, you know, more more garden picks, more all this, and then it became, you know, where I was on on this every day and it kind of spooked me a little bit to be honest with you letting everybody in oh uh, sure. in, in the garden on a daily basis there so i kind of sure. uh, locked up and quit posting <laughs> as much stuff as i used to uh it, it actually kind of bums me out sometimes i look at my page when you know, it used to went from 
solid flower and plants for years to you know all of a sudden show advertisements and shit like that so <laughs> i do go back occasionally some shit off try to keep it close to it, the cannabis as i can but sometimes it's hard sometimes oh sure yeah i dude yeah when i when i first started doing um my the logo and all this stuff um i had uh his his name was big homie uh he was very prevalent in our in industry unfortunately he passed away this uh past summer to to covid but he was the original artist of of my uh yellow skull um and uh he just he just really really nailed that thing and um you you can see that he did the same thing for like in-house uh the main in-house logo is the same guy um mass medical has a uh, logo by him um uh tons just tons everywhere you go that dude's all over the place so um yeah it's uh it's it's kind of crazy because uh as soon as i started being known as this uh you know as this face the skull uh it, it did it changed a lot then i started doing my artwork with uh you know it started with 10 stickers is what i tell people is i i you know i got 10 stickers we sold them and then i turned that into 20 stickers etc cetera, etc cetera, until we've built up to what 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 there is today and um i don't know i've just always been one of those dudes like i was in a lot of bands uh way way back and um, you know, like the t want the need to have a t-shirt and to brand yourself was like very, very prevalent for me. I thought that was how I was going to stand out because, you know, I guess I didn't think much of myself at the, at the time. I was just kind of like, I, I I'm not going to be able to compete. You know, there's so many people out there just growing, um, outstanding flower. They have these, uh, incredible pages now, you know, where it's just like singular trichomes at 20 times and just crystal clear imagery and stuff. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to compete when you want uh, to get some attention on something like Instagram. And so I, I just kind of gave up on that and just decided I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do in the best way I can, you know, with the equipment I have. And uh, I want, and, and more so for me, it was kind of never about being uh, the, the best or anything, any of that. I just wanted to show people what their plants really look like. So, you know uh, what I mean? It's uh, like sometimes you'll see people's plants and they don't, they don't have the equipment to, to show off their plants, but I know that their stuff looks fantastic, you know? Um, so I started wanting to show everyone what mine looked like and then, you know, letting them know when I see their stuff and it looks good, telling them, you know, Hey, wow. You know, your stuff looks awesome. Uh, what are you using? You know, and then started, um, talking to people within the, within the industry. And that was actually how I learned about the equipment that I have today. Um, you know, I talked to Kurt ice at one point, he's a photographer that does a lot of uh, green Bodie, um, flower shoots and he suggested the macro lens that that I love to use and it's really my only one it's a Lawa um, 25 millimeter ultra macro and uh, you can find that almost in like every mount uh, you know um, 
unfortunately I'm not sponsored by them. That would have been awesome, but they're, they're like three, 400 bucks, uh, which is pretty good in camera world, but that's how you can get some five X shots that are really, really cool. Um, you have to do the macro stack thing. I've been doing that for about a year and a half or so. So it's still kind of, you know, believe it or not, uh, I'm, I'm very much in my infancy of photography stuff. Cause I didn't, that was not my primary, um, thing. I just kind of fell into it because I knew I had to, in order to, you know, get good shots of the, of the flower. And, um, so luckily these guys have given me the time of day, which has been really, a eye-opening you know there is a lot of good dudes a lot of good gals in in our industry um you know if you if you go at them correct you'll be okay you know <laughs> i get i can't uh that's my only downfall with the instagram platform is holy moly there's a lot of stuff you know um people with their hands out and uh you know negative very very negative stuff and whatever but uh for the most part i'll say like 99 percent of you know what i've had to deal with has been pretty pretty awesome you know we've all had our our bumps and stuff but uh i keep i keep pushing forward you know i've, I've had my account deleted four or five times uh and i just decided i'm not gonna go private anymore i'm just keeping it public like go ahead keep deleting it i'll just make another one because i don't really need that one, as long as I can, I can share tips from any account. So it kind of doesn't matter to me. Um, you know, that's, that's about the only downfall with only that, um, you know, that's, I can't wait for something more where people can, can interact and, you know, we can share cuttings and like actually drive them and not have to ship them in the mail, uh, you know, without being worried, that'd be really cool, but we'll see, you know, We're definitely getting to that stage, I think, very quickly, to be honest with you. There's, a, you know, good communities like this one, and, you know, Michigan in general is a great cannabis community. Yeah. As far as spreading knowledge with each other and genes, genetics, uh, definitely, definitely a lot of stuff floating around, good stuff floating around the Michigan area. Yeah. We got, we have a lot of new breeders too. I don't know if you've noticed that there's a lot, there's a lot of Michigan, um, talent, especially this year, you know, um, cosmic wisdom is a new one. Uh, and I think AB seeds is another Michigan, um, breeder. And it, it seems like every time I turn around, there's another one, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. And, um, you know, I think, uh, I think everybody knows like our, our, pro I would say one of our more known, you know, uh, Mr. Gromer, uh, from Thug Pug, it seems like he's working again. So pretty, pretty cool. Um, you know, I'm, ha I'm happy to see, uh, so many people trying to spread, um, what they, what they enjoy the most. And, um, you know, it's like you said, man, it's a really, we're in a good spot. So what led you to cannabis, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, when was the first time you, you, know, you actually was introduced to it? 
Oh, well, uh, yeah, that would have, I had a, so I had an older sibling and I remember, uh, they were so, so nice to introduce like cigarettes to me. And then, uh, another day they handed a joint to me and just, you know, just said, you know, be cool, just treat it like, so I didn't even, it's kind of, it's kind of messed up, but I didn't even know, you know, what it was, but I remember, um, you know, it was that, that first time high, you know, uh, I was blown away. And then, uh, years, I call years later, uh, you know, I start I had anxiety and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, pretty much from just the crushing weight of being a human, but, uh, <laughs> so later on, I remember craving it and I didn't really know what it was. And then I got some more pot again. And I realized that that was definitely it. And then, it, you know, years later, we started having, um, you know, the medical cards and there was always good stuff floating over from uh, from Canada, it seemed like or or it was just around. Uh, I just uh, I just started. I was always into it. Um, you know, it wasn't an all day thing. I was just always, always like to relax that way. And then the prices went through the roof and people were so um, apt to give you just some shitty stuff, you know, like Brussels sprouts or whatever, microgreens, uh, you know, I think we've all been there before, but I, I stopped w wanting to deal with it. So I figured growing was the best way you know, that was, I was really young. I want to say I was around like 13 when I, when I started playing around with seeds and I was kind of like, I just want to grow my own. It probably wasn't until, you know, 15 or 16 when I actually started getting decent plants. Um, and, uh, it's just been a, it's been a lifelong thing pretty much ever since, you know, it's just always been, it's been my medicine. Uh, it's been my relaxation. It's been my creativity, um, my pain relief. You know, uh, I have uh, back issues. I have a, a laborious job uh, in my in my day life, and so yeah. And that now I'm just kind of now it's just growing even more, man. It's it's turning into something else now. Now I'm wanting to make stuff for for other people. Um, you know, I think I'm, I'm pretty known for doing, um, some like full spectrum lotions and stuff that are, uh, very pain relieving. Um, cause I have a, I have a ripped, uh, disc in my back and I actually made, made my own, uh, topical for myself and used just a ridiculous amount of flour and some oil and, um, and it, and it works. So then I started sharing it with other people and, that I mean, that's blown up too. It's that's gotten pretty outrageous, and people are are finding relief. And um, I think that's my favorite, definitely by far my favorite part of being in the industry, getting the 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 thank you notes or the thank you letters. You know, like wow, man, I was able to go through the whole day without this. You know, this pill or whatever. I didn't even need a lidocaine patch. I didn't need nothing. You know that that's what makes it really cool um you know i think we we can all agree anyone that's ever provided medicine for anybody else that's that that's it right there um you know 
that there's no greater high than helping everyone else. So I, de I definitely agree with that. It's probably one of the most great gratifying things. Oh, for sure, man. But, um, you know, as a, as I was saying, as, uh, you know, I used to be an artist and, or I am an artist and that was why I, I don't know how long uh, or how much of my page you've seen or whatever, but I have a, you know, I have a ridiculous amount of merch and it, it was really just, I wanted to create stuff for myself. Um, you know, it was like back to that, like band thing, you know, mark, uh, making marketing for yourself. It seems to be like what it is now anymore. Um, you know, you have to have a logo and a thing to even be noticed. It seems like, you know, I think it's kind of an unspoken thing right now, but that's just kind of what everyone's seems to be gravitating towards your, you know, you get yourself a logo or, a, or a name and go with that and make some merch, some stickers and, you know, get your name out there, trade slaps. Uh, you know, I, it's, it's a, I don't know. Some people don't, don't enjoy it, but I think it's really, really cool. I'm definitely all about that. Having, having your friends slaps in your tent. I mean, why not? You're, you're already having fun. Um, might as well bring your, your buddies in there and, you know, build each other up. That's, that's kind of what I always think it's about. Um, I agree. I, I love fucking putting slaps up. Oh, all my all my hoods had slaps. All my hoods had slaps. I got slaps everywhere. I can put slaps. Absolutely. Um. So, what was the first look grow like? I mean, other than the outside, the gorilla growth. What was the first end when you brought things indoors? I mean, how'd you come in? Uh Oh, what, what, I, uh, what, what that initial setup look like? I think uh, one of my first, my first grow where I decided I'm going inside. I was tired of, you know, uh, rainwater, <laughs> ruining harvest. Michigan's very, very humid, very rainy in our fall. And, uh, you know, if you're not set up, you can get some serious bud rot, but um I moved in with just like, I think I got one of those like two by four, you know, Vivio sun tents. I didn't get one of those kits. I, I, I had read a bunch, uh, or heard a bunch that, you know, you didn't want the kit because you usually half the stuff in there is kind of poor quality, be it a fan or, um, you know what I'm talking about, like where it comes a fan, a light, the tent, some pots, whatever. Um, I bought like just the two by four. And then I think I got one of those cheap Chinese uh, purple lights. That's like says it's 2000 Watts and it actually runs like 250. And I think I bought at the time, I remember seed banks were, were very difficult. Um, you know, you're sometimes you're having to buy like overseas stuff. It seemed like, or, or just your buddy's bag seed. But, uh, I ended up going with uh, getting stuff from like Amsterdam. I think it was AMS at the time. And, you know, wait, I think it took like a month and a half for them things to show up. And it was back when everything was decoyed. So you'd be in like a little toy or, 
or whatever because people are still <laughs> worried and um i grew like six plants i think in some fox farm some ocean forest and it went okay it really did um but uh i had a lot of um, water issues because I was using well water and it wasn't getting filtered real good. So, but by, so that it would happen, it would build up. And by the time you would get into flower, like you'd start seeing the little, you know, brown dead spots randomly showing up and a little bit of claw going on. And I, at the time I was just so damn excited that flower was growing. I never even noticed you know that the leaves talk to you and tell you what to do I just was excited that weed was on it you know and I would say that my first handful of grows probably looked like that one um you know with improper <laughs> drying didn't know you know didn't know how to do anything until I think I got a hold of like a Jorge Cervantes a DVD or something like that. And then that, that like blew the doors off. Then I was really, I started doing, um, you know, I was completing some decent looking flower, not, not, you know, wasn't high end by any means because it's still the lights were really, really lacking and they would get, um, some, some of that bleaching, you know, cause it would be such hot spots and, uh, you know, and then everyone at the time has the best lights, right? So I had no idea you, you buy this light and everyone says you should have bought that light and um, back and forth. And before you know it, you got like nine of them. Now you're trying to get rid of them just to now, because now you want a big, like for me, it was a uh, HLG 650. Um, you know, all of a sudden I got to have that. And then, <laughs> you know, it never ends, man. Uh but yeah, my, my first grow was okay. Yeah. You know, before I think even maybe even before that I did like a closet, just a one plant in a closet, you know, I germed like 12 and only one lived and it happened to be female and like a H a one, eight, uh, one ten HPS, I think in a closet, that was actually my very first indoor anything. Uh, and that one went okay. That one looked really, really good. So uh, what were some of the strains you were growing that went back then? Oh, um, what, what the heck were they? Um, I think one was called Supernova. Um, then there was another uh, Shiva. Um, I want to say there was a, like a, the hit, I think they called it like blueberry 420 and, you know, just kind of weird stuff like that. And then I think I found oh, a, like a white widow extreme is what it was called. And, uh, they were all, to be honest, dude, they were, they're pretty bland. Everything was tasted the same. It was probably, uh, a combination of the grower error and just environmental, you know, being just real subpar. Um, 
you know, I got by with just the bare minimum of, of everything. It wanted air movement. So I put like a, a fan blowing air as an intake, you know, didn't have a real air exchange or anything like that. So I, the grows always suffered until I decided to kind of buckle down, save my, save my money, uh, figure out everything that I actually want and make sure that I want it and not someone's telling me to do it. And, um, and then, and then my growth started succeeding, but I also went from, I used to do uh, a lot of nutrients in my stuff. And then, uh, in the last, like, you know, what, three years I've switched to full, um, living soil or super soil or no-till. Um, those are my, preferred methods now and uh, I haven't looked back it's been for me especially you know being a dad having a lot going on uh, the super soil has been really awesome the kind of you know like Soham or like Michigan M3 uh, the water the water only I do do uh, some amendments and uh, stuff like that if I'm seeing something lacking or I'm or I want to add my own stuff um, you know, compost, etc. Cause I, I, I kind of have a little farm going. So I, I use a lot of that stuff for, um, compost and, uh, making teas and primarily my, uh, a lot of stuff goes to my vegetable garden, but I do use a lot of the, um, you know, like, uh, chicken, chicken shit and stuff for my teas and, they cook for about a year and uh yeah man that's so uh, do you get the worm bin going actually do you are you feeding some of the chicken shit to the worms and some of the other Oh, I, I, one of the things I hope to get into this year yeah I've looked so, it up a lot man and uh I'm just not I'm not sure about the uh, about it uh a lot of them i i'll just grab them from outside in in this in my compost area they're just like riddled um but yeah i do have the same kind of desire to do it you know i like having everything in-house you know at my disposal i make if i if i can you know Yeah, I agree. Anything that I can do myself, unfortunately, I tried to do myself. It's another quality factor as well. You know, and I, I never even realized it up until as late. I uh, interviewed Clackamas Kuda at the show, and he was talking about just uh, basically mixing it in with the water, not even making a tea out of it. If you couldn't, didn't have time to you know put it in a sock or whatever and threw it out to just kind of slurry it up in the water and feed it that way mm -hmm. I did that a couple of times and i never realized you know how much of of the castings were actually like sand and shit you know what i mean it, oh, in no, the okay. shit. yeah and then i then i it kind of hit me to the point well i'm buying this by the way Companies try to cut corners everywhere they can. You know what I mean? Is yeah. it, you know, is sand purposely maybe, you know, fit, 
fed to them or you know a heavier diet just for sales purposes <laughs> that was one of the things that i kind of thought well maybe you know yeah, sure. as well as you know getting good of lightening my footprint at home you know if i can get rid of you know, papers and some stuff that they'll eat you know why not do that as well so it's definitely a, an interest it's not in the works yet but it's it's definitely an interest yeah, I've been wanting because um, I have uh, I have chickens as well. So, um, you know, they 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 like uh, the mealworms. So at the time I was looking that up, I w wanted to do both. You know, they're what one's a different style. But um, yeah. And then I was like, man, where am I going to put this thing? You know, like that. that's a, another part of my whole thing is um, I, I work under usually. Um, because I do the indoor thing, it's pretty extreme restrictions, you know, uh, for the winter I'm, I'm down to a three by three and that's just the way it is. Uh, I have, I have one of those, uh, situations where I either have to pay a pretty hefty chunk of money to get, you know, everything going, uh, because uh, uh, I, I grow at a separate location for my big grow, which is my personal, um, you know, my personal use stuff. And it needs to be rewired in that kind of deal. It's got an it's got a new roof and everything, but um, needs a uh, needs a lot of work um, to get everything uh, perpetual for year round type of stuff. Um Cause that's, uh, that's kind of where my, I got my eyes on now is, uh, yeah, you know, being, being a, a tester going back to that, I, um, you know, I'm sure, you know, too, cause you said you were, you, you remember testing, but you know, you, you end up requiring so much genetics that are either just forgotten about, they were never released or, um, you know, you get sent a, a ton of stuff and you just can't grow it out and it releases anyway. So you have it. Um, and what I'm getting at is you have a, when you're a tester, you have a really, really unique opportunity to make some really unique, um, things. If you, if you're in the, uh, you know, the bean making business, um, even if it's just crazy uh, ideas for you and your friends or whatever, maybe not necessarily for mass consumption, but, you know, like I said, uh, you know, me personally, I have some, some pretty cool, um, you know, testers I work for um, where I'm uh, I test for Aloha Island genetics and uh, he's uh, really fun to test for um, because everything I get sent is always, just completely opposite spectrums you know uh, there'll be land race and and other things and uh so i'm started so in my big grow this year which you know i'm mainly choosing everything rather than having tests um being done um it's it's kind of a unique thing for me because it's not very common for me to choose my entire lineup and pretty much everything be different and I'm doing that because I'm investigating strains that I think will be highly um, have medicinal um, pain relieving purposes, specifically because, you know, of my my back issues. And, um, 
it seems to be one of the most common ailments, right? With, uh, within the community is, a you know, some sort of neck pain or back pain or, or, um, you know, what, whatever it may be. Um, so I see a lot of value in the really, really powerful stuff, especially when we're, when we're talking about, you know, like I make lotions and stuff, so I'm not necessarily always after, um, the, the best of the best flower, um, you know, smoke wise, sometimes I want stuff that's way, way too wicked, you know, that puts you to sleep, but I'm using it for the lotions, but there's other stuff for the, um, you know, daily smoking, whatever. Cause I, I pretty much like everything. I don't, you know, I, I, I say it to some people. I, I, I don't think I've ever had any bad flower. I've just had poorly grown or poorly cured or, you know, I've had, that's the only bad flower I've had. Weed is never, is typically never bad. It's, it's got user error written on it. You know, the genetics are usually always good. Um, um, you know, so we'll see, I'm going to start investigating a lot of stuff this year. Um, I just put up one of my goofy, uh, trailers for for my big grow i i got my last strain in last night and germed it and um so now we're off to the races uh gonna be busy bigger year for for me personally i usually don't do as much but since i'm doing the mini hunts this year that's that's the difference so i think it'll make for fun for macro pictures like i do i have new equipment for for that um a new camera for this year i was finally able to score one of my dream cameras so i'm still trying to learn you know all the buttons on the thing and get time to practice as well as you know full-time job and being a dad and uh but i'm really excited i'm really excited to share everything with everybody this year and you know where wherever it goes i'm gonna let the plants tell me what what to do you know So, uh, where did the name uh, Dabs for Dads come from? I mean, I obviously, was it just geared towards you? I mean, because it's plural. That's why I asked. Yeah, it's funny because it's it started as a joke uh, at my job because one of the guys I work with, you know, because it's not it's not really a it's, it's somewhat frowned upon to partake in Mary Jane. And so, and my one, my one friend, he, uh, you know, he thought it was really funny because through the whole process of becoming a dad and stuff, he, he, you know, I was, we would always make this joke that I, you know, I'm a dad who dabs. And, uh, so it started kind of the name, but it, it, it morphed into something more for, for me as, as well as just, uh, you know, it's supposed to be a representative thing. Um, that, uh, you know, and I think that's why it's plural. It's not just me. Um, it's, it's, it was just kind of a commentary about, um, you know, dads or, you know, parents really, I could say, you know, getting a bad rap for smoking. Um, I think it's, it's way, way, way beyond that. It should be widely accepted, you know, just like booze is, um, 
So, and with the dabs for dad thing, it's more of an idea to like glorify the home grower. You know, I want you to see, you know, I might, I have, I have some really expensive lights and I have some good equipment, but a lot of the, a lot of the time, all you need is all the facets, you know, in order for you to get going and uh, get off, you know, get growing good plants. And that's why I like to share what I do. Um, I want, I want people growing good plants. Uh, I think when, when everyone's growing good flower, uh, everybody wins, you know, the genetics get better. They get stronger as you, you know, breed with them and just at the top of its game all the time. It's just all around a win, 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 you know? Um, so, yeah. So I, I mean, obviously it's a personal thing to me because that's who, that's what this account is. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's, it's funny. It did, it did just kind of start as a joke, but it's, you know, it's literal and, you know, I'm a dad who dabs and, but in everything I just said is what my intention for it. I, I want, I want everyone to be confident and then doing it. You can do it. You know, it's just gotta, gotta try a little bit and, and fail some too, and not be scared to, you know, cause you're going to plants do they're unpredictable. So. It's good experience and failing. That's for sure. You said that earlier. And it's very yeah. true. You know, sometimes the most memorable lessons are from failure. You know, the, the yeah. successes are easy to, you know, forget some of the things that got you there. But the failures, you remember the failures. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, we all have, we have the big ones, you know, where you've had to cut everything down or throw everything out or, you know. I remember uh, years ago, uh, I was still having issues with the uh, curing, you know, glass, glass. I Well, that's why I use glass cure and mason jars and something went in too wet and didn't get burped and it grew mold on it. And I don't know, <laughs> you know, my opinion on it is as soon as that, th if it grows mold on it, you better toss all that. There's, there's spores in there, you know, so it was the saddest thing I ever did was have to toss a, you know, a whole plant cause it started going cause I messed it up. But like you said, dude, it's, that is, it's part of it. If it, it, you know, I almost think if, if you're not failing, you're not trying real hard. I mean, I've seen people get super lucky on their first handful of grows, or maybe they're just always lucky, but you know, yeah, I think everybody at least does the overwatering. You know, you feel like the more water you put on that thing, it's just going to soak everything you put on it up and it's going to grow huge. And, and then it claws wickedly the next day and just barely recovers. You start getting root rod and all kinds of issues. And, um, you know, then, then, then you're just trying to recover and, but yeah, you, you have, to, you have to fail. I, I think, you know, I always feel pretty strongly about that because I see a lot of being, you know, being on Instagram, you, um, you know, people are, are faceless a lot of the times and have second accounts, third accounts, and they have no problem going on your account and just ripping everything up and this and that. And 
I'm just, I, I won't have it, you know, just ignore it, block it, move on. Uh, you know, there's, uh, there's this uh, idea that people just can be kind of malicious anymore because they, there is no repercussions, but you know, karma, I believe in karma. Karma is very real. I think you, you get even, you don't get what you deserve. You get even, uh, or that's what it gives you. So, um, you know, I choose to be positive and tell everyone, you know, I like their grows or you know, if I, I do the old school method, if I don't enjoy it, um, I just continue. I don't, I just don't share my opinion. You know, I just, <laughs> I just move on, which that's kind of gone anymore. Fortunately, I don't, you know, there is some negativity out there, but it seems to be getting better and better. It seems to be more encouragement, at least around what I see. And hopefully yeah. that is the going trend right there is more like you're you're doing yourself wanting to see others succeed i mean there's no sense i mean there's no competition in this you know what i mean why yeah. not help a friend you yeah. know what i mean why not yeah know, it's just silly yeah i you know and uh, like i said i think i already touched on it earlier but you know i think i think there's a there's also a really fine balance because i've definitely had the um the polar opposite where it's not necessarily that, you know, someone is being negative. It's that they, you know, they needing so much coaching that it gets to a point where it's like, you know, do you want to grow or do you want me to grow for you? Because, <laughs> you know, um, that's why I always kind of touch back on the experience thing. Like, you, sh you shouldn't be so afraid to grow that you have to know all the answers before, like, you know, I, I fully support just going for it. You know, um, there's a lot of guys like me, like you, I'm sure that have, usually we have, you know, huge stashes of bag seed or, or throwaways or whatever. And, you know, uh, I said this on another, um, thing, but, you know, if you, if you're new and you need to practice, get a hold of somebody that could help you out. You know, there might be somebody that has some bag seeds or something like that, that you could practice germing on or practice growing in general and not buy, you know, some of these exorbitant, um, packs that we have nowadays that are very expensive, um, you know, and not practice on those you know, um, practice on, practice on some bag seed, get it, get it figured out and, and, and go. And, and, uh, I, and I know I keep saying it, but just don't be afraid to fail. I get, dude, I get so many people that won't say anything to anybody because they're so terrified about being, you know, pretty much crucified as soon as they have, they show a picture you know, and I'm trying to, um, build everybody up and encourage the community to, to not do that. You know, let's build everybody up. Um, even when someone's plant looks, looks like it might be a little sick or whatever, like they, they probably know too, you know what I mean? So 
maybe just go help them out. Like, Hey, it looks like you might be overwatering, like <laughs> let her dry out. Don't water anymore. Um, that kind of thing rather than just ridicule. Um, but like you said a second ago, I think it, it is getting better. You know, I've met some really, really awesome people. That's why I've never left the platform. Um, you know, I've connected to some really awesome creative people that just do some of the coolest things, you know, um, I, I get, I used to get sent a lot of pictures all the time. And as somebody uh, sent me a picture once where they were doing like their own uh, bonsai tree uh, with cannabis and they had been vegging it for somewhere like eight months. So this thing was just really, really interesting and cool. And it's just, um, that's what I love about the community. Every, everyone's kind of doing something different and they're doing it all over, you know, everywhere. And, um, that's, a that's probably my favorite thing about, uh, you know, the Instagram thing. Uh, it leads me to people like you, you know, uh, and I think that's really cool, man. Uh, it's, uh, with, with everything there is in the world, uh, being thankful for stuff like this is, I think everything, uh, we, there's a lot of people out there and they want, and they want you to do good. So, you know, Sorry about that. A little, little slow on the mute button there. Uh, oh, yes, all right. there is, especially around here. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've been able to watch or keep up with chat tonight, uh, but the mods have actually thrown down your links uh, all night long for your merch and your Instagram and all that good stuff. So, oh, I uh, not only watch tonight, but who will watch us in the future will be follow some links and check out your merch and stuff as well. You know, I can't help but wonder, uh, you mentioned the band as well. Uh, I asked this very same question of my guest last night. Uh, how would you say uh, cannabis has uh, impacted your musical career? You know, oh, man. Uh, as you, you've grown, we've all grown up, oh, yeah, and can because of, you know, weed, you'll never amount to nothing. But, you know, there's just instances <laughs> And music's one of them. I believe that it would greatly uh, enhance. You know, is is that something you found with your, your musical experience in cannabis? Oh, absolutely, dude. Um, some of, some of my favorite memories are are making, you know, songs with my buddies while we were able to smoke. You know, some some really really good homegrown Michigan stuff. And yeah, I mean our. Uh, it enhanced everything. Our, our minds were more open to, you know, make creative choices when, when we were writing music. Um, you know, I will, I wish I could tell you the, <laughs> the names, uh, of the bands. Some of them were semi-prominent Michigan, Michigan bands. Some are still going to this day. Um, if any, if anyone, I don't know if anyone's interested, DM me and I will send you to an iTunes thing. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, cannabis had a very positive, um, impact on, on my music career. Um, and just the, the artistic process of it, you know, I think, I think that was part of the whole weed thing in, you know, and, uh, 
you know, jamming, jam festivals, Woodstock, obviously, right? It was always people love to vibe with with music and um and cannabis. I think it's it's cannabis, I, I'll say, you know, I think it's as universal as music. Um, you know, anyone can find what they what they like in music and dislike other things. And I think cannabis is really no different. It's uh, a full-fledged um, body and soul experience and you know music and cannabis I think are are that hand in hand even their even their their very definition I think can be you know swapped um, I don't think I've ever met a musician that didn't smoke you know um, or or something you know if you can't smoke they they do a microdose or edible or whatever you know but yeah, I, I couldn't see music without it. How many fun parodies have been, uh, you know, cannabis and, you know, the being phase, you know, and we all do it when a song comes on and we're smoking, we mix around the words for that fun parody. But, I, you know, being a musician and, access to you know some music some instruments and some fun guys how many times does that come up when you guys are trying to write a song like some fun parodies or just some fun lyrics <laughs> yeah i know uh i was in um in like a metal a metal band like a like a hardcore metal kind of thing you know it's borderline on the punk and uh <laughs> i remember we used to love doing parody rap songs and it was our it was our favorite thing to do and i couldn't see us having a more fun time without having cannabis in it you know it uh anytime we did um like parties or whatever and that would that would come out you know the whole mood would really shift and it was a uh, you know it was really cool and i don't yeah it, I, I like the way that you put it because it's like without cannabis, you know, things like that really wouldn't have been possible. Um, you know, which I think that's kind of what we're alluding to. It's uh, yeah, it is. It's that special, it, you know. It's a very good thing in my life. It, it has definitely changed me in a lot of ways and it wrenched my life in a lot of ways, but, uh, when did it actually go from like a recreational when did you notice it slide from recreational use to like a medical thing for you was there that aha moment i, I mean i've heard you mention a few injuries yeah but was was that the actual aha moment uh when you know it turned things turned a bit for you um i think uh you know i was a part of a generation and uh where they where pills was the answer right they were throwing well, uh, prozac or like ritalin at everyone um everyone had adhd and i remember i being one of those um kids growing up that had to take a lot of this stuff and when i found cannabis 
it was it was recreational i always just felt you know i definitely felt like i was doing something i wasn't supposed to because I, I was according to you know my parents but um i think when when i started noticing that when i would partake and i didn't need anything else i would i would forget to take my stuff because i felt okay and um, in a weird way, I actually think I used it to wean myself off of everything I was taking to the point where I just stopped taking what I was being told to take. And I kind of felt better on, um, you know, on just cannabis alone. And I think that's when, you know, it kind of the idea married itself that this was this was more than you know than just getting high with my because at that point I was using on my own you know I wasn't I wasn't finding anything and then calling all my buddies you know a lot of my friends growing up didn't smoke you know so I was actually kind of uh, like a lone wolf smoker I guess I didn't really have a pack um every all the people around me and the circles I was in always thought I was doing much different stuff. You know, I almost felt like I had to hide that, that I was a stoner, but really no one suspected me of it, you know, not until later on where, you know, if we met today, you would, you would, pro oh yeah, that guy smokes, you know, uh, but yeah, uh, I think that's a, it's an interesting thing to reflect on, you know, um, I think late, you know, later on with injuries and, and stuff like that. Yeah. It's always been, but I'll, uh, I haven't used my flowers in, in the ways that I use them until about the last five years, you know, I'm much more interested in a lot more processes now, um, with cooking edibles, as far as oil extractions, tinctures, um, you know, dry sifting is a thing I'm, I will be doing a ton of this year, you know, uh, washing, um, you know, I'm, I press, obviously it's dabs for dads, right? So I do, yeah, I do do dabs. Um, they're not, they're not my preference. Uh, but when I need to get a lot of THC in my system or in my body, uh, that is definitely my preferred method. Um, I think they're awesome. They taste great. Um, especially if you have a, a nice setup to do it and a good temperature control of some kind. Uh, cause I learned that the hard way by like frying dabs permanently into the bottom of bangers and stuff, and just having to pretty much throw them out because the alcohol wouldn't, uh, deteriorate the rosin on it, but yeah. So I was probably like a teenager, I would say, when, you know, maybe like 15, when I noticed that it was more of a medical thing. Well, coincides with what I'm about ready to ask you now. It's, uh, well, from what it sounds like, what I've gathered from your story, but how, would, how did uh, cultivation actually change your view of campus? Hmm. I think it, uh, you know, when I, when I 
swap the mindset over to cultivation, I think that's when it really, really blew the doors off. Um, I didn't realize the world was so big in cannabis and that there could be as much as there is. Um, I'm definitely one of the, I'm my, one of my like mottos or quotes is just keep it simple. Um, it's, it's funny. Cause that, that comes from my wife said that to me in one of my first grows because she took care of some of my plants and she did a better job than me. <laughs> and I, yeah, and she did. And it was way, way better. And that was all she told me. I was like, man, how did you do that? She said, I just kept it simple. And I've, I've kept that ever since then. But um, yeah, when I, when I started growing my own and seeing the plant, you know, rather than just seeing the baggies that you're getting, when I started watching it, you know, grow out of the ground, veg, um, grow flower on it. I just like, I think there, we can all agree that when you watch a plant flower, man, there's just something like magical about it and just how that plant looks. Like I am, I always feel like a kid when, you know, you're in like week two, three of flower and she really starts, you know, doing some bract formations and they start swelling and throwing the huge, you know, stig white stigmas. And, um, I think I, I think it's just really awesome. I'm always amazed by that. And the difference between strains again, you know, with the testing thing, um, just getting to watch that unfold over and over is, you, you know, if you're getting bored with it, I guess you're in it for something else, but it is the most amazing thing to me every single time, you know, it's always, just uh such a joy and i know that anytime i'm doing it for for me personally now like we were talking about the um you know it, it was about taking pictures and now we're putting up ads uh now i now i get excited about doing the flowers because i'm going to take you know i i know i only got so much time so i take as much pictures <laughs> as i can as much macros as i can and and then it's done. And I, you know, and I never get pictures of that plant again. It's just, I, I've always, I've always enjoyed the impermanence part of it too. You know, it's not around forever. Um, unfortunately for me, some, some of the other um, growers out there, I, I'm very jealous You uh, for the perpetual grows and that I, I call any moms I have, I call them short-term moms because they don't, they about um about nine months is about as long as I can take stuff and then I have to start making choices about if I'm running heat or not and it's pretty much like running heat outside it's very expensive so um but yeah I, I would I don't know I, th I think as soon as I started cultivating it was just like a whole different thing you know it was like every new facet of cannabis just would blow my mind again you know even i think with uh within the last handful of years you know with the ro live rosin and uh dabs and all that kind of thing i never ever thought that that would be a thing uh i think that's amazing now we're seeing you know like the thca crystals or diamonds and uh thca powder in, in more bulk now, you know, like more people are after that kind of thing. And, uh, I thought when, when, 
I was growing up that the potency couldn't get much higher, you know, but like we were, <laughs> man, was I wrong? Like, look at it, look at it now. I've, I've never actually had any of the diamonds I'd love to, but it's just crazy where we're at with cannabis now. So many great ways to enjoy it. That's for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Nothing goes to waste. Nothing is going to waste, which kind of leads me to my next question is, uh, have you ever tried or thought about uh, boiling those roots down for the anti-inflammatory properties for their for your lotions? Yes. Um, one of my buddies, um, Timmy's grow or Timmy's garden is his handle. Um, I've done testers for him and, uh, he suggested that very thing. Um, which uh, I'm glad he did because I, I didn't think about it. And luckily I didn't empty any of my pots because some of my pots I do, a, you know, a kind of no-till style where just the same soil lives in there. And um, yeah, um, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, We're about anti-inflammatory properties oh yeah yeah i'm sorry uh so yeah so i took like even i grew a huge acapulco gold last year and i ripped the root ball out today and uh yeah i have a huge pile of roots that i've saved from my last year's harvest so i will have that kind of in a perpetual cycle of i will save my roots now and yes, I am going to be um, implementing them into future lotions. Um, I'm always, I'm, I'm, uh, I think I've got it down now where um, people are, are really, really enjoying the consistency and how it's working and whatnot. And I think if I can, if I can make it even better and better medicinal properties. I think that's, it's a phenomenal suggestion and I'm definitely going to do it. Um, it's, uh, I, I, I do them in, in drops because, uh, it takes such a long time. A lot of the time I extract all my own oils from things that I grow on my property, um, like lavender and peppermint and, lemongrass and uh, pine uh you know i thought that that was a lotion i did a pure michigan pine where i actually took a ton of uh pine needles which i would say that we're known for the for the most you know and uh, i extracted a ton of oil and put it on all all that that batch and everyone seemed to love that and uh so i you know uh everything's handmade uh, as much as i pos- possibly can um I do order my shea butter and uh, coconut oil, uh, and that's about it. And then everything else I make um, besides the packaging, you know, but I do design, I do most of my own design. Um, now, you know, my wife helps me do my new logos because I'm always coming up with new ones, but, um, and I have, a, I have a new artist now, but uh, yeah, the, the roots is, is going to happen. You know, salves are amazing for pain. Been talking about that a lot lately with uh, other patients and uh, caregivers about the effectiveness of uh, salves, and it's, it's something that I think doesn't get pushed enough. I, you know, 
I yeah. think the flowers and everything else is, yeah, it's the answer. It's, it's not the end all. It's not, they do help it all a lot, but it's not the end all. And a lot of them salves are amazing, amazing for pain and arthritis. You know, I wish they oh, yeah. would push to the forefront a little bit more. People would give them a, a try before some flowers some days or dabs even. <laughs> Nothing yeah. against the dads or flowers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's, uh, you know, it's funny, dude, because, uh, you know, my own parents uh, always kind of weren't weren't into it much. You know, the cannabis thing, uh, they've they've accepted that I, it wasn't a fad, you know, a fad for me uh, that that it was a lifetime deal. But now I've been able to, you know, provide them with uh, some of my lotion and they've uh, got to find out for themselves. And it's funny because now my parents call me all the time and beg for more, um, which is just so ironic to me, uh, you know, growing up with people that didn't were pissed every time they caught me smoking or whatever. And then now they're begging for, <laughs> for the medicine from it because they finally tried it. And, uh, uh, that, yeah, that's been really, 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 um, an amazing thing, man. Uh, I, I let, I let a first batch go of them where I had like nine and um, they sold immediately. And then I I've been making bigger and bigger batches and they just go faster and faster. And um, you know, so it's, it's been pretty cool. I'm glad that people are enjoying it so much, uh, but it's so funny. It's more popular than the amount of flour than I can grow. If that makes sense. Uh People are getting so much that I don't have because I just won't release it if I don't have enough flour um, that I'm comfortable with putting in it because, um, you know, I, I believe that it needs a, a pretty immense amount in order to, you know, numb the pain receptors in the skin, um, you know, to give you that relief. So if you had, you know, for me with, a with my, um, uh, vertebrate with my ruptured disc, I was having trouble sleeping because of it. So I was constantly having to take like ibuprofen or something like that. Well, once I started rubbing the lotion on my back about an hour before I'd go to bed, um, I found that I could actually sleep, you know, without anything, which was major plus for me. Um, if I, you know, if I can do it without anything. So I think that was a, that was a, a testament. And then I remember I sent some out to my friends because I wanted to make sure I wasn't having a placebo effect on myself. Um, you know, like you said, I I'm surprised they're not pushed more. I think they're getting more popular now. I see some people, uh, that are doing some, and, uh, what I'm noticing, uh, from my view is that it looks like everyone has really interesting and different recipes. Every, every single one I see is a different consistency, a different, um, they say they claim it's doing different things. So I think that's really a testament to the, to the salve, you know, uh, I think there is a lot there, man. Uh, I I'm trying to find as much in it as I can, because I found such relief. Um, you know, when I, when I make some in the future, you, you definitely contact me and I'll, I'll shoot one up, uh, to you so you can try it out for yourself. Uh, cause I, I, I love it. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do for the people. Cause, um, 
you know, I have to keep my operation at a specific yield and, and whatnot. So I found the best way is to give back to everyone in the, in the lotion form, you know, and with that, with everyone's support, it's allowing me to get it bigger and bigger and bigger and do, do more with it. Um, you know, I'm super big on freebies um, and the, you know, it, like I said, a, a hundred times I'm an artist. So like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to starting to create my own things to give out as freebies. I just, I've always been one of those people that I like all the trinkets. I like all the, the gimmicks and stuff when people give you, you know, like when you get some seeds and you, it comes in a cool little box or, um, it comes with some crystals or whatever, like, or some really cool slaps. I've always been into that. I think that's cool. Um, you know, like I said earlier, I think that's, it's, it's almost becoming a norm. So, uh, I think I'm going to have to start pushing it more and see, see more creative ways to give people stuff that's useful also. Cause I, you know, I think we, we all, most owners want stash boxes of some kind, you know, if they can get custom ones, that's the ones they want, but, uh, so I'm working on a lot of things. I'm hoping that I can give back a lot by by Christmas is the goal for this year. But we'll see. You know how it goes. Don't always get the finos you want. And um, I'm just trying to be as positive as possible because I really I have some projects I really want to release because um, I was able to get some some really uh, nice genetics, some nice stuff from. Um, uh, Baba, Baba Co and, uh, the Afghan selections. So he, he was able to share some, some of his, uh, black selection hash plants. And, uh, so I'm really excited to start diving into those. Um, my buddy Irzig has also, uh, hooked me up with some stuff. So, uh, which is also black selection. So I'm, I'm really curious. That's what, that's what it's about for me this year. I was, uh, very intrigued by, uh, black selection, uh, um, land races, uh, especially like the Balak from, um, from Babaco, just because, uh, it's one of those ones where it's like a one out of a hundred females are going to be that way. So um, most likely I won't get it, but I sure am hoping. So we'll, we'll see how the day or how the grow goes, you know? Yeah. You know, I heard you, you mentioned there uh, being limited on stuff for like good medicine. Boy, being a caregiver here in Michigan, it kind of really bumps me that I, you know, I, it's, it's a shame. It's a yeah. shame that we are limited in the numbers that we are limited. But then again, you know, on the rec side, it's more we can have what we want. But when we're trying to help people, would and do the right thing we're incredibly limited here in michigan and i just think that's kind of a messed up system we have right now it should be just the opposite to be honest with you the medical should have the heavy numbers and the recreational side should have to limit in my opinion it's a bummer man it, it really limits the people you can help or you know what i mean it, yeah it, it's a it's a terrible thing Yeah, I'm hoping to see some some change. Uh, yeah, it's a it's. <laughs> I think we're all tired of it, right? You know, it's it's like, man, this should have been done 
you know, 15, 20 years ago, 70 years ago, I should have never, ever been, been like this. And yeah, it, it does. I, I, you know, with the platform I got and the way I have to do things, I definitely feel it a lot. You know, it, it stinks being limited. Um, you know, one of the, one of the things I, I probably get a lot of the, the flack from is, uh, you know, I try to do a lot of giveaways, especially because like the things I mentioned earlier, being a tester, you get all these, these seeds. So sometimes I like to give them out, you know, like spread them out, let some other people grow some of these awesome things. And, um, yeah, it's, it really stinks when you, when you run a giveaway and you can't just like, you know, a lot of the times I don't do them worldwide and, you know, some of the, especially with the, what's at the borders and stuff now, like the shipping is insane. And I've had packages go to Canada where, you know, it's legal here and it's legal there, but they seize it at the border. I'll never understand it. You know, the person sending and the person receiving are totally, um, legal and they seize them anyway. Uh, I've se- I see a lot of other people have fantastic luck, but I've seen a lot of packages get taken and it's just, yeah, man, it's, it feels like enough is enough and it's, it's late enough too. Like I think uh, every, I, I, oh, I hear it all the time. They're saying like 68% agree now that, that we should be just legal, but I hope we see it, you know, I hope we see it in our, in our time. And I think we will. I hope we get some like laws like Canada, man. Because I yeah. I've moved up north recently. Well, recently five years now. Huh, if that's recent, hmm. uh, moved up <laughs> north, and then a lot of my patients are still uh, down down in the down state there, Jensen County area, to be exact. And it's it would sure be easier for me at some points when uh, it is time to take care of the patients uh, that once a month deal there if I could actually just drop their stuff in the mail like Canadians can do man yeah. it would save me such a <laughs> so much time oh man because when I'm down there I usually it's like I used to take care of the patients and I'm usually limited on what I can do when I head down there. Like there's never enough time. It'd be nice if I could handle a lot of that stuff, like I said there. And then when I do go down, I just had time for whatever I wanted to do when I was down there. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully someday soon. Hopefully someday soon. Yeah, I hope so too, man. You've, you've also you talked about there, you know, getting into a plateau where, you know, you get with bored with cannabis and you should get out. Sounds like you've been off quite a bit, brother. You sounds like you're not going to be tired of cannabis anytime soon between the lotions, uh, the, the bubble, the pressing, the growing, uh, the slaps. The, you've got quite a bit going on there, Chief. You, 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 should, you should have enough fire in you. Or in front of you <laughs> to keep you uh, pulled along <laughs> for quite some time. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I think that's uh, it's in, it's in me, man. It's uh, you know, if I'm not doing it, I feel I feel off. I feel like I'm not doing what I'm here for, 
you know, I'm not really sure, but uh, I'm just doing exactly what I want to do. Um, yeah, I, I know I got a lot of hats for sure. I think it's, I'm so passionate about, you know, cannabis and the, and this whole world about it that I had to, I have to know all of it or, or I have to have experience in all of it, even though, even if I'm not good at something, you know, um, something I'll admit to everyone is that I'm, I am no good at hydro stuff. That was really why I never did it. Every time I did it, I failed miserably. I don't know. It's just not my thing. Um, I know other people that they are fantastic at it. They're, your stuff looks killer. I applaud you. It was way too much pH in and uh, <laughs> just too much stuff for me. But, uh, you know, I say that and then I'll, I'll spend half hour getting one macro picture, you know, because I have to take you know, 300 shots and, and, uh, I, I'm still at a level where I have, you know, money into a, uh, some equipment, but not all equipment. So there's some guys out there that have really nice macro rails, like auto ones, and they can just, um, run through everything and, and wait. And I'm, I'm super jealous of that. I still have to do manual everything. Um, you know, I have to adjust my rail with my hand every single time and hope that I don't move it a lot to compromise the whole image. And there's a, there's a lot behind the whole, you know, skull logo going on to, to create all the content that I'm trying to. And at the end of the day, to me, um, it's, I'm very, very humbled that people, are interested and actually want to see my grows and stuff. Uh, I think it's, it still blows me away to this, this day that I even have anyone following me. Um, I figure most people get annoyed with how much I do post because I'm just, it, it was kind of, uh, just a blog for me, you know, it was a way to store all this information and all these pictures and what these plants did and that was, that was part of the idea before it was even a dabs for dads thing. You know, before that I had, I had the name, but I was just kind of doing the grows, you know, doing whatever it was. It was, there wasn't a whole lot more to it. I was just doing what I wanted to do. And people are so interested. I've, I've created this brand and, um, you know, and some of the merch and, um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And that's, that's key. You know, I, it doesn't feel like a job. Uh, you know, there's times when it does, I'll be honest, you know, when I have to ship a lot of packages or something like that, and I have to spend like, you know, 10 hours packing things and, and all that stuff, it can, it can get a little, um, you know, tedious and monotonous and, but, uh, as soon as I get back to the plants and I'm doing that, you know, it all kind of, it's definitely worth it. The week after I ship stuff is one of my favorite weeks because I, I don't tend to have a lot of issues. Um, even with the mail, the way it is, I do get a lot of people that are telling me these really happy stories. And that's what, that's what it makes my day. You know, I know you, you can relate when you, when you have a patient, that says, yeah, that that's the one, you know, 
there's no better feeling like you you accomplished it you know you finally you found their strain definitely agree with that i definitely agree I definitely agree and i agree with the shipping oh shipping can be fun <laughs> yeah dude the only the only pro, pro, the only positive side of anything shipping is the the it landed <laughs> the post <laughs> posted up yeah <laughs> that's the best part oh yeah for sure and well, and I've had you know I've had the horror stories you know. Uh, luckily, everyone that I've had stuff I've had two packages out of the I want I don't even know maybe six hundred that have gone out. I've had two of them that didn't one didn't make it and the other one got shipped to an entirely different country than it was supposed. It was just supposed to go from Michigan to Illinois, and it ended up going to Cuba and then to the british islands and then it came back um i don't know i don't know I, you know they they didn't know either but anyway any any well, of those times to post it <laughs> yeah yeah it, it went on a vacation by itself you know <laughs> so but yeah everyone got their stuff uh, that's usually i replaced everything in it and then they got their second package anyway and i was like you know what don't worry about it just just hang on to it i think it was lotion orders so i was like you know what if it's too much just give it out to your friends or what whatever i'm not gonna worry about it but um you know you win you win some you lose some but i've been i've been pretty lucky with that and at the end of the day, when someone gets some extra stuff, and it's 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 a win, you know, you chalk up to um, that that's a that'll come back and something else. I don't know. It, it and and more so any of the merch and you know the stickers because I'm talking about it a lot as um, you know that was an idea to fuel the the all the passion I have for this to start putting that passion into getting things for everyone else, you know. I want to do my own breeding and um, I like having a brand and having stuff, you know, um, um, like I said, I like the package deal things. Uh, some, some people don't care for that. I'm super big on it. You know, if you can't tell, like I I'm huge on you, you get the seed pack and you get a cool t-shirt that comes with it. I don't know what that is. I, like I said, it's like the band-aid thing, you know, I dig this call. Honestly, it was a deal sealer when I sent the invitation. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, and thank, I definitely you know, have a thing for skulls, and I it did. I was like, "Well, this guy can't be all bad." I dig the skull. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Very cool. It. Yeah, I appreciate Drew it. Me right in. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, it's it's a uh, you know it's really done wonders for me. Um, it's uh i see it in a lot of gardens and it makes me it makes me really happy to see it you know i always say you know that my stickers gives you 10 percent extra terps having it up in your tent so i'm trying to get it in every uh, garden <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. nice so is a lot of your other art uh skull based i can't help but wonder um uh, a lot of it is you know i have a lot of variations of um i don't know if you can see like uh my logo on the screen too i don't know how it's organized but um 
yeah most of them are like a variation of the skull um you know i have a pineapple one now uh i don't know if if i update it in my uh, profile picture if it'll change it um but yeah i i have some of that and then i had you know i started getting a lot of people that were kind of requesting can i get a more of a discreet thing you know i don't want to explain what dabs for dads is to my grandma so uh you know so i did some like uh other um other styles where where it doesn't say dabs for dads um you know it's i'm trying to get one up for you can you see those images of the profile picture like if i change this they should be able to see like that that's one of my um discrete logos that I have. I call it the zombie lotus. Um, I have I have other ones. I have a an artist now. He does really, really cool um like retro style artwork. His name is Steven Yoda. And his his artwork is really cool. You should check him out. He he does stuff that looks like old like Black Sabbath shirts or like you know Led Zeppelin, um, real rock and roll type vibe to him. Uh, so I had I'm starting to get a lot more than just the skull. I think the skull will always be, you know, with me. It'll always be my my thing. But I I'm gonna keep pushing with some of the other things and um you know try to i i'm trying to keep it fresh as much as i possibly can so there's there's constantly something new and uh it's just something i'm i'm driven to do you know it's something that makes me happy so um that's that's what i keep doing and it allows me to kind of have like special edition um logos you know so if you got a sticker maybe maybe no one else has it uh you know that kind of thing so like i said a lot of people don't don't really care about that but uh you know it's always a thing for me i, I definitely uh i dig it so have you ever thought about maybe and this is just my opinion this is i'm a, I'm a big person kind of about branding but one thing I've learned about in business myself is uh, keeping some things the same helps identify, uh, keep you identified. Uh, it's easy for people to identify. Anyway. Uh, so I, I have never actually changed my icon ever, ever almost. It's been yeah. a long time. I take that one right there. So what I actually, what I decided to do with the show, I don't sell shirts from the show or for the show or anything related to the show. I give that shit away in contests and stuff. I heard you meant, mentioned giving away beans. I bet I gave them close to 300, personally, probably about 300 packs of seeds away this year, this last year on the show. Oh, that's but awesome. I give away a lot of shirts too, but I like the collectability of shit. So, you know, even though I plan to keep a lot of the show stuff or at least my personal stuff the same, uh, I decided with the shirts what I was going to do is like just only make so many colors 
each one, each time I make have a shirt brand, I'm going to have a, like so many colors that design so many colors, you know, limited each time. So there's like a collectability with the shirts. So yeah, none of them actually be in, ever be in the same. I thought yeah. that was a cool aspect of uh, that kind of thing. And you've got a lot of cool things. You know what I mean? So like me equal a lot of cool shirts as well. I yeah, like, thanks. I like the Buddha there. And yeah, the Buddha the Buddha is uh my my newest artist, uh the Steven Yoda. Um, I actually, we did hoodies that I designed, uh, you know, this was on the back and it had one of the skull logos on the front and, um, man, they're, they're bitching. They're, they're really cool. Um, the screen printer did an awesome job. Um, I'm, I'm using him for more projects for the future. Um, people, people may see them, like I said, in Christmas, uh, that's part of the idea of making kind of like a, you know, box set sorts of speak of uh, multiple things um, that you'll get. Uh, so I'm working on, there's a lot of things uh, behind the scenes for me and uh, I can't wait to, to show everybody, you know, that's a, one of the things I, I really like, uh, you know, my grow when you watch it, when you, if you follow me is, you were literally you're watching it as it as it happens you know it's when i post that day it's it's of that day you know if you follow along you'll you'll literally watch the whole grow that's what i did um last year everyone was able to follow my grow from um from seed you know to harvest and then how what i did with it after that you know um i plan to do a lot more of that this year. Uh, so I'm going to show, I'm going to show some more of the things that I do, you know, the dry sifting and, um, you know, pressing, I hope some more, um, you know, yeah, just sh sharing a little bit more about, about the process. So is there a, a YouTube that uh, they can look you up on? I know they've been posting it, but I want to make sure it gets thrown out there just in case they haven't uh, threw out that link. They've been really good tonight about throwing out your links. I love this chat. Oh, YouTube? Yeah. No, I don't. I actually, I don't have a channel or anything. Uh, it's all just the Instagram for now. Uh, it seems to be the only... Uh, the only thing I can keep up with, uh, maybe in the, maybe in the future, I might do some more, uh, but for, yeah, for now, uh, cause I, it's, and I only say it because I'm starting to kind of shift my focus from purely testing to starting, like getting serious with my own stuff. So I don't really see it, you know, in the next couple of years, but, you know, uh, maybe in five years down the road, I might start really switching it up once I have um, some of the medicine that I, I want everyone to have or that I want to contribute, you know, my mark. Um, once I'm done, you know, like fulfilling that goal for myself, then I might I might start wanting to teach or or, uh, you know, share my my versions of how I do some things, you know, so. 
I could see it. I could see it down the road, but I I don't see it anytime soon. That's that's cool. Uh, you should definitely think about it though, as you progress in the cannabis community, and especially with testing and whatnot. When it is a light company's approach, and believe me, brother, they will approach. Yeah, uh, that's one of the first things they're gonna ask you. Can, do you have a YouTube where you can post up a quick video in the links? And any more of these days, uh, uh, as you post things, you can usually uh, the beauty of these new phones, you can almost multitask and post them to both accounts at the press of a button. Oh right. <laughs> you know right. Yeah, you know, I probably I probably have a YouTube already set up and I what I'll need to do is just set, you know, just reset a new one up and just start from scratch with the dabs for dads, you know, not that you don't have a full full uh, plate in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried, you know, I, I think it's all good suggestions. Um I try to do as much as I can. I wish, to be honest with you, I really wish, uh, you know, there's some really good photographers out there, like Eric Nugshots is a really good one. And he does some really cool, like 3D or, um, you know, 3D flower shots, you know, where the flower spins uh, 360 and it zooms all the way in from out from flower shot into like singular trichomes. You know, those are personal goals I have where I'd like to accomplish some shots like that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the roof, you know, of quality and, um, you know, quality shots of, of cannabis. I don't know what my, I just, I'm, I'm thoroughly fascinated with that. It's something that's why I like doing the pictures, right? It's, um, I just love it. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite things. Like when, when I, I'm most at home, I think when, when I'm getting to traverse the landscape that is on my cannabis plants with my macro stuff and getting to see the, the plant at a level like that, it was kind of like, you know, what we talked about earlier with, uh, you know, just the going from being a, a smoker every day to someone that is now, you know, cultivating, um, that blew my mind. So just this, you know, every facet is just a whole nother world, you know, um, it, it's, it's it, there, it's hard to find the bottom in cannabis and I'm trying to find it because I'm just so interested in everything, you know, it's, it's really cool. Like I, I think you said it earlier really well, every, every part gets used, you know, you're, um, People are getting more and more efficient with it. You know, I use every part and all my my sticks and stems and leaf and trim and you know that uh, that's not washed. My stems, more or less, uh, you know, all get mulched. They go into the compost, so they get used. Uh, everything gets used. Uh, that's another another important thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a miracle plant all the way, all the way around it. And it's, you know, I can't believe it's been suppressed as long as it has. I mean, it's taken this long to come back to the forefront. 
So are you looking to get out at some of these events? Oh, uh, to some of the events? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, uh, I know there's uh, the Bigfoot Lounge uh, Lodge is having an event. I believe it's uh, July 24th, 25th. There's, there's a few, oh. you know, decent events coming up here soon. I think um, I, I, I will here and there, you know, like I'm still in, I, th I think I could, you know, well, I, it's always an idea for me that I like to be a phantom. Um, I do want to go, I'm start, I'm getting to the point where I want to meet, you know, meet more people uh, and to hit more of these spots. I know um, one of one of my goals for this year is to go to the um, the Gage Green Group's uh, Organic Cup, uh, which I think is September fourth and fifth. Um, I think we're having a Gene Traders here pretty soon, or we already had it. I think we're having yeah, another one. We... Are we having another one? That I can't, well, I... as well, hell. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know we had one a, a couple weeks ago, and I feel like someone else said there was going to be one in a week or two. I don't know, but so, sometimes um, my my issue is uh, my day job. I because I work kind of uh, bizarre hours, and uh, so usually when all these things are happening, I have to do I have to work, um, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, but that's also part of the reason that. I can post like I can or get the work done that I can, you know, being a dad is because of, you know, the timing of, uh, of how I, how it works, you know, everyone's asleep and I, and in my rooms, uh, sometimes during the summer are all, uh, backwards, you know, they turn on at night and uh, are dark all day. Um, you know, to, to, so I can work on things when, when I need to, Otherwise I would be missing my tents all the time. Um, but yeah, it's in, it's in the plans, um, to hit some stuff. I'm not sure how much yet we will see, you know, but, um, I, I definitely want to. Yeah. It's funny. A lot of us work at, uh, at nighttime or garden <laughs> at nighttime because of the same reasons that you spoke of right there. Yeah, you know, a lot of the reasons I do it is because it's just so much cooler to run at night. It's cheaper to run at night. There's so so many tons, tons of benefits of running at night. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, I like it. I like to do it a lot. Um, I don't know why. I've always had a thing with it. There's something about, you know, uh being out being out you know where we're at i'm out in the sticks so i go outside and it's just stars from end to end and i carry all my water out to my building and <laughs> you know i still i'm still kind of i have that like gorilla grower thing you know that was your thing you went out in the cover of darkness so no one knew what you were up to or what you were doing or where it was was very important you know um because we all know like you know, a cannabis plant outside usually sticks out like a sore thumb. It's a very, very vibrant greens or, or it's purple, you know, in some cases. So, 
it's funny that you know i i do still occasionally swing a hammer just to kind of keep the even though i do this i like show my face basically every night yeah <laughs> have been forever now there's good years where i was just definitely afraid of ever ever thinking about showing my face so sure it just came out of the same role but even though i do this and there's very few people uh, there was probably more than i ever realized they show the show at my local garden show or, or my garden store and they play it during the day so there's a good chance more people have seen me than i'm putting i'm i'm giving myself credit for but uh i actually still take jobs swing hammers for my neighbors and whatnot just to kind of hopefully keep my cover you know i'm not i'm still not forthright with all my neighbors in my town and everything you know what i mean i'm mm-hmm. not around telling everybody i'm a caregiver and first response and gut reaction is still tell them that you know i'm a carpenter and I, uh-huh. you know, i'm doing my own company thing but uh <laughs> but yeah i still you know take jobs just to kind of make it so as obvious to the neighbors that i'm a caregiver for sure <laughs> yeah i'm always leery. even last year i talked about putting one outside and i you know it's one of them things if you're a full-time caregiver then you know i think that's even though i want to do it just so terribly bad i'm afraid it's just a red, a red flag you know to yeah. put out in the yard too big of a security risk to you know for the full time full time yeah yeah it seems like they grow legs as soon as they start flowering yeah it's you know occasionally i can still pick up down the road when the filters are given away uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i actually in the house here, I, I usually, I, you know, I've got, I've got at least, you know, I utilize the 4K and a lot of, uh, you know, what's going on here. I, I actually heat my house with a lot of the, the grow room heat. To be oh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, it pumps, I pump it right into right before the, uh, the cold air return runs into the heater. And then I just run the motor of the heater to throw it up, the heat throughout the house. <laughs> so it, it actually keeps the house rather warm. Oh, and, I know. Uh, during, the, during the summer months, I, I, it goes out the roof. And uh, it's funny because that I, cho- I chose to do that on purpose because it makes it look like at least 30 feet up in the air and then the wind catches it. So if anybody's smelling it, it's probably the neighbor down the road getting <laughs> the, <laughs> the eyeballs on him. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's being carried for a minute. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I had, I had the same thing. Uh, my All my filters went, and I decided I was just going to go for it and let them, let them be out. <laughs> and, and then uh, about a week later, I was ordering more filters because I was like, oh, okay. It was... <laughs> You know, everywhere you went, I was like, okay, it's a lot more prominent than I believed it to be. So he's <laughs> probably started panicking. At oh that. yeah, like whoo! They only want out right in this area, so 
like you, I got to get it going, you know, 30, 50 feet up to get it up high enough to disperse, you know. Oh, man, it's still worth it all. It's still worth it all, to be honest with you. Oh, for I'm sure. It's a, it's my favorite, my favorite thing I do, you know, I'm, I'm driven to do it every day, as you can see, always, always trying to dream up stuff. What can I do next? And, you know, obviously, you know, I've, cause I've talked about, um, a lot of other things, but, you know, number one is definitely the plants. It's, it's, that's what it is for me. All the other things is just what I want to do, you know, um, show you what the plant looks like. You know, I hope it builds confidence for, for some people, you know, I shared a, I, well, I shared a, you know, a tragic, uh, grow, uh, a couple posts ago, and it was about an overwatering thing at my, at my uh, location. And I like to do that because, you know, it's easy. And I'll say that it is, it's easy to always show perfect, you know, good plants and this and that once you've been growing for a while. So I wanted to show, you know, that, yeah, I came from a spot where the plants weren't good all the time. You know, I was constantly learning. I'm still always learning. I try to learn every day, but, you know, I, I like to share that. And it, and uh, this last one was uh, really nice because I got a pretty big personal response. You know, my, my mailbox was kind of on fire the day after and I had a lot of people that um, related to having water issues, or I had a lot of people that were like, oh my gosh, that's what that is. And, you know, when I get those kind of reactions where the people are having aha moments all over the spectrum because of something I shared, I think it's really cool to be a part of that. And, um, and it's especially important because I remember, you know, way back in my past, I didn't have a whole lot of people telling me what to do or, you know, there wasn't a whole ton of information unless you knew the names of people, what books to get, or your friends were really good at it. You know, like I told you, I was being really secretive. So it was, you know, it was kind of a, a security risk like letting someone else in and letting them know what you're doing because as soon as you start asking questions they know what you're up to and um so i always played it really smooth where i just didn't i didn't let a lot of people know so by in doing that i i gave up some of those avenues and decided i was just going to have to learn for myself so and uh I would highly suggest that it made me a confident grower. You know, um, I've seen it all and I've, I have done it all. And when I say that, I mean, like I have killed my plants every way I possibly could have. So I know what it looks like and I know how it reacts. And I've tried to bring plants back from the dead and I have, and saw how long it actually does take to recover from, from major malfunctions. But, um, you know, the message is the same. It's, uh, you know, get out there, throw some, throw some beans in the soil, get, you know, get after it, do, do it. Don't, don't wait. There's never really a, 
a perfect opportunity to do it anyway. And worst case scenario, if things are, you get uncomfortable or whatever, you chop it down and it doesn't grow anymore, you know? Uh, but I would, I would thoroughly encourage just going for it. You know, even if it looks super sick, try to take it, take it all the way, learn as much as you can on it. Try to, you know, what I tell most, most new growers is, uh, you know, the, you almost are learning how to look at things. Um, as soon as I started looking at the plant and looking at it, is when I started becoming a much better grower, you know, the color in the leaves, is it losing color? You know, the tips down, is it curled? Is it clawing? Is it praying? What's it doing? You know, the plant will tell you when it's happy, when it's sad, you know, you want her praying up towards the light and, you know, is she droopy and clawing? You might want to rethink maybe when you're watering or what you're watering with or your soil, you know, there's a lot of variables, but try to keep it as simple as possible is how I, how I tell everyone to do it. If you, you know, like I mainly use Soham soil now and it's just it's, uh, one of those just add water, uh, super soils. And yeah, I haven't, I haven't looked back. All my plants have been really tasty. Um, they get the job done every everything tastes different which that is like my absolute favorite <laughs> um yeah just grow 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 as much as you can what have some of your favorites been that you've grown out so far Ooh, uh i've grown a ton of uh mass medical strains he, he was one of the first i started uh testing for um so a lot of my favorites are currently from a lot of his lines um you know i i like his uh the putang um it was a 2019 cup winner i think that stuff's pretty pretty nice i've had a lot of uh nice flower from katsu um let's see like oh recently he's come out with a grape ape cake again uh i really like that that thing's quite the sledgehammer um with the uh aloha island genetics i like uh they have a strain called no which is noe um is really really unique and tasty um you know like pineapple terps that i kind of like uh i like the fruit basket you know strains where it's very very tasty um you know pineapple or mango or blueberry all that kind of stuff i love uh some of my go-tos um i also like the really rank stinky um rotten solvents and gases uh, those are some of my favorite skunks um you know the ones that just smell it's almost like the more awful they smell the the more potent and nice the bud is <laughs> i love that stuff um i i i'm huge on variety i i have to have a ton of options you know like i i always have at least at least at least 10 or more um strains to go from um or or anyone you know any any patient that needs anything um 
you know, I like to have a lot. I like, uh, you know, not in yield wise, but just a uh, variety. I, I like having a lot. I think I, I did one of those grows where I just totally burnt myself out for life. I feel like, you know, I grew two strains. I hunted them for like four years and found the best ones. And by the time I got to the best ones, I was almost done smoking it because I, <laughs> I had smoked it for so long which, uh, you know, some would say that means that that wasn't the best strain, but I loved it for about a year. And then I was just kind of like, okay, I definitely need something new. Um, that was right around the town I, or time. I, I think I tried dispensary weed again because most of my friends were growing for them anyway. So I already knew what the stuff was all like, but you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have like I like uh I really enjoy he has a strain called Boston Cream Pie, which I, I thoroughly enjoy. It's one of my favorites. He has incredible vanilla terps and orange creamsicle kind of combo going on. And um it's real powerful. It's very happy, uplifting. Um, it's one of my favorites right now. Um I've grown it for my last three runs in a row which is saying a lot for me because I usually don't rerun anything. And for some reason I've, I've constantly kept that strain in my garden and uh, I really, really enjoy it. It's some of my favorite flower to give to um, other people. Um, one of my buddies, I gave him a ton of it and he, he was just floored. He loved it. The, you know, the vanilla and orange creamsicle combo is just, really really delicious um so i'm i that's what that's why my breeding stuff i've mentioned is uh really important to me because i'm i'm uh unfortunately that strain was very rare and sold out really quickly so i'm taking it um upon myself to hunt some phenos of it to see if i can um uh s1 the line um to, you know, to do fems of that. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, that that's kind of what I got going on. It's pretty full. That's a lot there. That's a lot there. And that's a lot of strings to, to juggle, to be honest with you. I've done that for a long time. Did the cup yeah. moms. I'm still doing the cup moms. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 a couple years at best is the longest I've ever held a strain, and it's can't you can't hold them all. You get sick of them. The longer you hold them, you know, as good as they are, it's just you appreciate them. They're great to other people, but it's like, man, I just wish I had room for just <laughs> a couple of new strains. And yeah, can I just find somebody to hold this? I've had horrible experiences with people holding genetics for me. Um, <laughs> either they just pass it along and give it to everybody and their brother, or uh, it it's not there when you when you go back to get it. You're like, oh, oh, I had this problem and this came, you know, every I had to kill everything off, or I had this problem in my life. You're like, shit, you. He could have at least given me a heads up, you know what I mean? Yeah. I lost a lot of genetics to holders. So anymore, I pass a few cuts out and say, you know, I love you to the strain and uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah, it's too many of them out there. 
too many new ones out there. One thing I've found about being a tester too is you, you get to the point where, you know, hype isn't even uh, even in, on your radar anymore because you're hoping as you're popping the testers, hype, the next hype or the next great phenol is going to come out of your garden. <laughs> oh, so yeah. So you're not too crazy. You're not to give give two shits about what everybody else is doing. You're working on the next thing, you know. Another thing I always loved, and I still love saying, as you know, I'm passing that testing smoke around. And they look at you and they, what's this? Ah, right, this stuff right here, you probably won't hear of for about another two years. <laughs> yeah, you know. You, <laughs> and by then, I'll be moved on smoking something else. <laughs> I'll be smoking the future in two more years. So that's one of the beauty things I always loved about being a tester is what you had in, in your in your bag and in, in your joint just wasn't what everybody else had when you showed up to an event. And that's a that's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, I agree. It, it's probably my favorite. It's my favorite thing. Like it's um I I'm just honored to be able to to test for the, for the people I am and, um, get, get, sometimes I'll get some new offers here and there, uh, you know, but, um, and sometimes they don't always go through, you know, it's not always a, uh, and, and everyone, all breeders test differently anymore. So, but for, you know, for anyone out there thinking about it, a lot of it is just going to the breeder and asking, you know, not, and, and don't say, Hey, give me beans that, that you, you know, say hi and ask if there is any testing opportunities or something like that. And that is essentially how I've gotten every one of my, my spots. And, um, yeah, I think it, it sounds like you thoroughly enjoyed it. I felt like identical dude. Um, yeah, it, it was part of it, the exclusivity of it, of um, having stuff that pe people don't was kind of uh, a thrill. And then, yeah, like you said, the hype strain, like I always hear the hype strains and stuff, and I was never, never really drawn to any of it. So the next greatest thing was being way beyond that, be, you know, before the hype um, and, and getting to try all that stuff is uh some of my favorite you know and it's not to be oh like i have this exclusive thing it's just i like having all these flavors just before anyone even's talking about it you know you're you're trying stuff out before anyone's had that flavor or whatever and it's another testament to just you know how cool the plant is um you know, my big grow right now is just so many different breeders. And, um, you know, I want to say I have over 10, 11 breeders in, in my tent right now, some of them multiple strains. And that's a dream to me, just that just, you know, my, my 20 year old self would be just dying that, that, that was what I was doing way later on, you know, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I love testing. I think if, if for anyone that's looking to challenge your skill set and be constantly into something else, uh, that there's def, a definitely a market for it if, if that's what you're into, you know, and variety, which, you know, was huge.
it, it gave me faith in the craft market. That's for sure. Well, as it the things come to more recreational, more you know things being legal, it gave me faith in the craft market. Is the way I should say because any time that I've you know been to one of these clubs here in Michigan, where thank God there's still a few few left out there to where you can still uh, table and do the patient caregiver to patient uh, deal there occasionally. Uh, one thing I have always found is people want something that's good, quality, and different. And, you know, they, they'll find that, you know, there's always will be that market for that one or few hype strains that are, you know, good to everybody's mark. But, I, you know, I've watched some people at clubs walk around the room and a lot of the caregivers growing hype, 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 and they'll go through look at the jar, sniff it, look at the jar, sniff it, look at the jar, sniff it. Then then they come to the test table, they're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and they're there, you know, you, you've, you've got them because it's something different that they haven't seen yet throughout the whole room. And it, uh, that's what they want. They don't want what everybody else has got. Once they, you know, it, it, you, you just, you get bored with it. You know, there's, yeah. you gotta have that right spice of life i guess if you will oh i i you know i agree dude it's because i got asked a lot why you know why are you just growing because uh you know sometimes i'll just grow one or two phenos and i'm not looking for a 20 pheno hunt per strain you know there's it's still just me um you know, my wife smokes too, but, um, our, our latest, uh, child still small and she's choosing not to partake in anything for right now, you know? And, um, so it's just me and me supplying my friends and, um, anybody that needs anything and the people, you know, that are after slaps and all that, I'm just, you know, uh, enjoying what's going on and, um, yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm humbled to be accepted. Um, I seem to be uh, being accepted well with the community so far. It seems like uh, I'm finding a lot of like-minded people. Uh, we're all after a similar thing. Um, you know, it's, uh, it, it, like I said before, it's just a really good time to be in this. So, I mean, first of all, I want to say shout out to Dabs for Dabs, uh, Dabs for Dad's mom, Mrs. There, I should say, <laughs> for separating the two, you know what I mean? Being able to te temporarily separate the two and, you know, step away from them to take care of some life's needs. That's pretty amazing right there. But one yeah. thing I wanted to say that I think is funny about the Dabs for Dad's is... Uh, my time in those uh, clubs, mainly it now, but uh, one thing I found back in the day as I sat at the table all those many days is uh, dabs are for moms too. 
holy cow i couldn't believe oh, yeah. <laughs> all the moms said damn oh, <laughs> they yeah. didn't just and they would tell me that because a lot of times i would be blown away you know uh by the just sheer volume of mothers that were buying dabs and i asked I'm like, <laughs> you know you guys don't smoke flour you know because i don't add especially at that time i wasn't having anything that i was putting forth that was extracts other than bubble hash and still it's still mainly you know and they know mom's buying bubble hash but they were buying dabs and i'm like they're like man we ain't got time for that shit <laughs> basically that was it i'm a mom there's kids running around i got shit to do i got time for a quick dab and then i gotta run around and get my shit done <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah for sure i remember in the beginning i had i had a couple ladies come and they're like hey how come you know this better be for moms too and i said yeah it's for everyone man i was like i'm sorry it didn't rhyme as as, as good like dabs for moms it didn't you know it uh so, but it's a, you know, like I said earlier, when we we're going through my name, it was just a parental thing, you know, moms and dads, parents, sing, single parents, everybody, grownups, you know, it's a, you know, people is a, is the key. In fact, I want to, I want to put this publicly forth. I want to see a dad's moms like you see them dab competitions or for the COVID nights and they'd have the dab boards there yeah. should be a mom dad board to be honest with you <laughs> because i have <laughs> they have such a high tolerance like, uh, oh yeah <laughs> with dabs it's crazy man i think for the most part most most women in general can out dab most guys. I, I I think that's a safe bet. I don't know what it is. Oh, probably. But I think it's a safe bet for us. Yeah. I think it'd make for a good contest. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I hey, I'll be honest, dude. I would actually, I'd be so nervous if uh, you know, to become more public because of my name to get like uh, you know, called out to do dab shots and my tolerance on dabs isn't extreme you know i i don't do dabs all the time uh i do do them but it's not like my main thing so p anyone can outsmoke me you know uh i met <laughs> i medicate every day but um you know i i sometimes i smoke much lighter stuff it, it, it all depends but yeah like you said dude i i see a lot of the ladies in the industry just crushing dabs and just it seems to unfaze them and i'm like oh man you know if i ever if people started knowing who i was and then i started showing up and then we start smoking dabs together and stuff i'm gonna i'm be in big trouble because they're gonna be like, oh my gosh the guy the guy with the actual name's a lightweight <laughs> oh man they kicked my ass too <laughs> Well, Eagle, I will, I will, you know, thank you. Thank you so much for um, letting me come on to your show. I, I really appreciate well, the invite. Well, uh, there's a couple of things before you go. A couple of mates, you know, 155. Thank you so much for two and a half hours of your time. Chris. Oh, absolutely, bro. But just a few more minutes. Maybe sure. Five at top so I can explain a couple of things to you. 
Uh, well, mainly how this thing rolls uh, tonight may be uh, one night that it. I'm still on the fence if there's going to be a wormhole tonight. Smiley said he may run one tonight. I'm not for sure on that. But either way, this is how things roll. I don't know if you've watched the channel or took some time to check things out. But uh, there's a few versions of what goes on here. There's the spotlight, which we've done. And usually that the show goes from 1130 to 4.20 is the time slot every night. And, okay. Um, so... So like Monday nights is a guaranteed, it used to be the rabbit hole, but it's now a wormhole. But so if the guest doesn't go full, full term to the end of the show, 420, then yeah. the rest of the night will be a wormhole. And uh, because you've done the spotlight, then you are now a permanent invite to the wormhole. So anytime that you see a wormhole on and want to jump in, you know, that's... As, as of now, there's 387 shows, so there's possibility of 387 guests that could pop up at any one night. Oh, never okay. never that many or whatever, but that just <laughs> makes for a good con conversation, you know, an ever-mixing panel, whatnot. But oh, yeah. if, you know, you know, you get the notification and see the shows on, and then it's an, indeed a wormhole and everything about uh, something that you know interests you and it's they go from anything from you know strictly cannabis and technique lights all that good shit to sometimes we squirrel off into psychedelics and conspiracy theories and okay shit like that but um the the zoom link that you have now is the key to get into the wormhole so anytime that the wormhole is up and running you don't need an invite you just you know jump on zoom and say hey what's up guys and, awesome. and there's no problem you know no video no problem you know there's no give a shits in the in the wormhole you know, okay just have some fun and respectful of others and we're all good so awesome, man. and you know all input in every way helps you know even if it's questions you know, it all helps spark great conversations. So, I, you know, I'll, you know, one night you pop on and you don't see something that you want to come brings you brings you to the show again. So yeah, I'd like to see you. Man. That would be pretty awesome. And the last thing I'd like to get from you before you go is what I call the sound bite. And it basically is kind of a commercial for your episode. In my words, of for you, but not, you know, this isn't your soundbite. What I'm looking for is, hey, this is Dabs for Dads, and I'm on fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 387. You can add on your Instagram, uh, whatever you want to that. You know what I mean? This is your, you know, basically when they hear this, I want them to go, hey, man, that sounds like a cool-ass gentleman right there. I'm going to go back and watch that episode. So, uh at okay. any time, man, I am ready, up and ready for uh, your soundbite, if you could uh, throw me one. For sure. Hey, what's up? This is Dabs for Dads, and we are fucking talking shit with Eagle Channel today. And this is uh, episode 387. Nice. I greatly appreciate you coming on. Again, like I told you in the beginning of this, you know, 
we we've got to meet another great member in the cannabis community <clears throat> and hopefully we'll get to see you on the channel again in a wormhole or maybe perhaps a second episode if you've got something new going on and you want to oh for sure it, man you know yeah I, I can uh touch base with you and uh you know if you i'm i'm gonna try to see if I can get my computer to broadcast from my big operation, um, you know, and then we can talk. Cause like when I told you, um, you know, I've done a live before where I wore a mask and stuff and it doesn't bug me. Um, you know, so I can, I can broadcast from my room and show you, show you what I got going on. As long as the video quality is good for you, you know, because if it's just, total trash i know how that can be kind of irritating so but i just wanted to let you know that too i'm i was trying to work on that today it didn't get together in time but um but yeah i i it was a pleasure to meet you um yeah i i just have to i thank you for uh even you know reaching out to me and having me on in the first place i i really uh i'm humbled by that man i, I thank you a lot Like I said, it was an easy choice, man. You're doing some great uh, stuff there on Instagram. If anybody takes the time to look down that page, he's done a lot of good stuff there. Hopefully, man, they've dropped your links to all your works, everything they could find, your uh, your artworks, your Instagrams. Hopefully, we've done some good in that, you know, driving some folks over your way. And again, the skull seller, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I'm, I'm actually, I where I'm sitting right now, just on my desk. There's probably a good twenty skulls around me. I'm tattooed from head to toe, and uh, yeah. an uncountable number of skulls. So it drew me in. It drew me in. Well, I'll tell you what, man. So. You, uh, you know, on my Instagram or something, if you shoot me uh, an address or something, and I'll ship you a little uh, bag of some slaps and stuff. And, um, you know, I'd be honored, like, later on when I do a, a big batch of um, lotion uh, to ship you one on me so you can try it out. Um, you know, well, hey, if you're a large T-shirt or a 2X, I have some of the last of my uh buddha merch I'd, I'd love to ship that to you um if one of those is your size it could be a large but oh, it's you're not large? necessary yeah it's not necessary though you know what well, I mean? it's, I uh, appreciate it but it's, it's really cool i love to support the people that are on the show and i would be happy to to wear it on the show that's so, this logo if it's swapped oh man i I'm, I'm actually i've got a few buddhas tats i'm also yeah i have a few buddha tats too i'm actually got i'm working on a giant shiva on my left okay. side right now it sounds like you so. need that t-shirt bro and i'm and i only have one left so it's i'm it's for you so shoot shoot me your uh your information, if you don't mind, or just an address or something to ship, and I'll and I'll uh, send you a little care package. Be honored to wear that shirt. Hell Keep yeah! Shirt, You'll get to see what the whole um, you know, what my whole thing is about, you know, and I'd be happy to do it. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. I have to send you some shirt, a shirt back. One of my. Oh yeah, bro. Uh, <laughs> that works both ways. That works both ways. I'd like to return the favor. So yeah, I, I will indeed do that because I'd love to support that shirt and you, my friend. So for sure. Thank well, you for coming you. on, and uh, let's let's do this again real soon. Oh, for sure, man. Thank you so much. You have a good night. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, anything you'd like to say? Uh, anybody, you know, shout, shout out anybody, uh, your Instagram, some friends or anything before you go? Uh, no, I, I pretty much think we're good. Um, you know, just the Instagram's the only thing going. So, you know, check out Dabs for Dads. Uh, all right well thank you again for popping on and uh, again we'll see you soon all right see you brother thank you You're well, well guys this wraps up episode 387 i know you guys have enjoyed this i've been watching all night long thank you mods for throwing down links for me and we appreciate that so this wraps up this episode. There may or may not be a worm epi- wormhole episode tonight. Give me a few minutes to kick it around and see what's going on. But if not, you guys know the deal. Random acts of kindness do save lives. Please do something nice for somebody. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow night. I'm out of here.